You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. TechFan Podcast number 446. I'm Tim Robertson, joined by David Cohen. Hello, David. Hello. Hello. Uh, we are guestless. Guestless. Less. This week. Yeah. Last week, of course, we had Sid. Or last episode, I should say. That was two weeks ago. We had Sid. That was a great conversation with him. It was really fun to have him on the show. And yeah. uh, we do want to encourage anybody who would like to come on TechFan. We record Sunday mornings, uh, Eastern Standard Time at 7.30 a.m., although we're uh, about 40 minutes later than we yeah. usually start because I was having computer problems. Yeah, and if you're um, over this side of the Atlantic, so obviously it's about 12.30 in the U.K., 1.30 in the afternoon in Europe. There you go. So those are, on the, yeah, those are the yeah. times. If, if you'd like to join us, we'd love to have another guest on the show. Uh, we'll talk about... The latest happenings in the tech world, as well as you, um, you know, you may not think that. Oh, I'm. I don't want to come on. It would be, um, you know, I, I, I'm not interesting. I can't tell you how many times I heard that. Yeah, and uh, we can make you interesting. The and not only that, your story is only interesting because you is only not interesting to you because you, you know what you it know is. It. But exactly. Nobody else does. Yeah. So, yeah, I used to. You know, do a lot of interviews on OWC radio back in the day, and I heard "I'm not interesting" so many times. And then at the yeah. end, or I've never done an interview before. I don't. How, how does it work? Do you have a list of questions you can send me? And I'm like, no, it's just going to yeah. be a conversation. It's just you and I talking. And uh, <clears throat> David and I are pretty good at bringing things out of people. We'll make you cry. Oh wait, no, <laughs> not this show. Sorry, I was thinking of. A- <laughs> But no, seriously, if you if yeah. you want to come on the show, let us know. It's the show at techfanpodcast.com. Real easy. Just send us an email. Say, hey, I wouldn't mind coming on. We'll bring you on. If you don't want to talk about you, if you're uh, an ex-Russian spy, we don't have to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> Famous, um, very well-known English Russian spy. Double agent. Uh, uh, double agent died recently. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. He, he died in the... What was I? <laughs> Can you imagine... Right, you betray your country because you're a dedicated communist. You really believe communism is the way forward. And and having done that, you then go and escape and go to live in the Soviet Union. And 15 years later, the Soviet Union disappears. Yeah. I guess, guess that would be dispiriting, if nothing else. Yeah, well, you know, you, you make your bed. Yep. So, you know, the holidays are pretty much over now. We still have the New Year holiday, but... You know, no, we don't get presents. <laughs> the presents all the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Although that would be kind of cool, New Year presents. Although you know we're so broke from the holiday stuff that. And and not, so, did you have you ever done this in your family when you were growing up? Maybe that that actually you didn't do presents on Christmas Day. You waited till the sales after Christmas. No, never. Because no, no. My dad did that with us a couple because we weren't really because obviously being Jewish, we weren't really big like you know christmas people so much um but you know my mum liked to do all the trimmings particularly when we were spending christmas in the states but i remember a couple of years he said right well what we're going to do is is you can you know you can have some things on christmas day but the big present you know you, we're going to go and find something for you from toys r us or whatever on uh after christmas in the sales yeah you know which is you know is a is a strategy 
You know, hey, it's a good. It costs less money, and it's the same thing. Yeah, why, exactly. Why, yeah. why not? Because exactly. it's pretty much everything you buy before Christmas is in sale. Yeah, no, and they always try to make Christmas, it seem yeah. like it's a sale before Christmas, and it never is. It's never a good deal then. No, you know, and and obviously sometimes you get given money at Christmas time, and it's always fun to go and spend that in the yeah, sales. Cole this but, year has like 120 bucks, and he already has it spent in his mind. Yeah, can't convince yeah, I, him to hold it and save it and. I know Alexander's the same. He obviously it's that he age. Got, yeah, he's he's well. Alexander's a bit older, but he he's he's not used to having money and spending money. So yeah, he's always constantly looking to. And I keep saying to him, said you know, I had this conversation with him. He was talking about buying. He got he got a PS4 game um, uh, uh, also on Christmas Day. Right, we normally do a few stocking things on Christmas Day. Um, so he which what did he get now? Fallout seventy six. Yeah. And so he's going, oh, you know, I've got I've got some voucher money on Amazon. I can get, um, I want to convert that to Sony money and then get Borderlands 3. I, I said, do you want Borderlands 3? Because isn't Fallout 76 basically the same sort of game as Fallout 3, mm. as Borderlands 3? And then, but then I said, well, how much is it on, on the Sony store? And it was about £15, a big, re- you know, 70% reduction. I said, yeah, I've seen it in game for, you know, one of the, one of the game shops for like £10. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and then I said, besides which, I said, you get f- two free games every month on uh, PlayStation Network. It's about to roll over in January, isn't it? So I said, you, I said, wait and see what you get on that first, because you can't play more than one game at once. You know, you can maybe run two or three at the same time, but ultimately you'll end up buying games that are just sat there doing nothing. You might as well buy them when you want them rather than buy them ahead of time. Yeah. Yep, you know? Absolutely. So, we. Obviously, we do celebrate Christmas, even though I'm not religious. Julie is, um, but it's not a thing in our household. You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't. We don't go to church. We don't have any, uh, you know, crosses in the house or anything like that. So yeah. And growing up, I wasn't either. At yep. all. Um, but I don't know. It, Christmas was just. Um, you know, growing up is that was the holiday, yeah. And um, Christmas was my favorite, obviously, because presents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I belong to a lot of retro type of uh, stuff on um, Facebook. A couple different groups, and they always post, you know, video game stuff, especially the retro stuff. They always post the ads. Yeah. And uh, you see them from the 70s and the 80s. And I always kind of like looking at those things that I used to think were expensive. I'm looking at now going, wow, that was really cheap. Yeah. Well, of course, it wasn't because of inflation and what have you. Right. Yeah. I'm, you know? I'm, I'm looking at it in today's dollars. Yeah, that's right. $50 in the early 80s was still quite, it was the equivalent of $250 a day. Mm-hmm. Maybe something like that. I, that don't. Don't quote me on that because obviously I just pulled those numbers out of my head. But um, yeah, yeah, the m- money went. Uh, the money goes a lot. Uh, well, how do you say it? money went a lot further back then? I don't know. Anyway, uh, I think it's the opposite. I think money goes yeah. further today. Yeah, you get more for your money, but yeah. Um, well, yeah, because and, an average uh, an average video game back then was anywhere from thirty nine ninety nine to forty nine ninety nine, and the same type of games now or what 69 or yeah. 59 that's not a big increase yeah the big difference with technology for us, for us of course is that um 
globalization means that electronics themselves to manufacture are a hell of a lot cheaper than they used to be. Yep. You know, which drives prices down. Speaking of electronics, you got a couple of things recently. Uh, well, yeah, I kind of, you know, we, uh, one of the things we don't do, um, Leanne and I, is buy each other Christmas presents or, or Hanukkah presents or anything now. We kind of, you know, you get to that age where if you want something, you kind of buy it. And if you mention you want something to your partner, they buy it for you. So, um, you know, kind of buying gifts for each other is, is not as much of a big deal as it, as, as, it, as it is to the kids. So we didn't really bother this year. But, you know, I'm always buying things for myself. And uh, I bought a couple of things for myself. Oh, first I just thing remember something is, else I got too. Go on. Yeah. The first thing I got is, um, obviously, there's been a lot of talk recently of the Apple um, AirPods Max headphones. Yep. Um, re- reviews are coming in on that now and then apparently they sound pretty good um, but still a lot of criticism of the uh, case and um, the lack of accessories included including a, a cable to connect it to a to a regular um, three and a half mil jack or anything like that that's all extra and everything um, and they are expensive they're six was it this? 599 yeah. yeah so $600. they are expensive uh, and, and the the, the the reviews I've heard from people I kind of trust on audio stuff are that they are probably the best sounding of that type of headphone, but nowhere near as good as um, as pro headphones, wide headphones, pro wide headphones. Right, like I'm wearing so, right now. Yeah, exactly. So nowhere is near as good as those, but you know, if you wanted wireless headphones that that had some noise cancellation on. They're, um, certainly the sound quality is better than a lot of their competitors. The noise cancellation, not quite as much. Um, and here's an interesting thing about that, because, of course, the noise cancellation you use in a noisy environment, and if you're in a very noisy environment, you're relying on noise cancellation, you, you then have to question how much you rely on having absolute sound quality. Um, whether that is, you know, if you're on a plane listening to music, maybe off your iPhone, does, does having superior sound quality, does, is that really important? Or is just the noise cancellation, the fact that it sounds like okay, good enough? Um, and those are the considerations I think people are going to have to make with these. Um, but I bought a pair of noise cancelling headphones because I saw them on special. And uh, I haven't, I've got AirPods Pro, but I don't have a pair of over ear ones. I've had the Bose ones in the past. Yep. Uh, and I also had the Bose in ear wired ones for a long time, the QC20s, which were actually pretty good. But when I got the AirPods Pro, I, I sold the, the Bose in ear ones because there was no point having two pairs. But, so, you know, if you, on the time when you do travel again, um, I will, when I do start traveling again, I will be traveling a lot by train. And it is nice to have you know, over-ear headphones that really block out the noise. So I got these Sony ones. These, the latest versions, these are the WH-1000MX3s. There is a version now called XM3. the MX4. XM3. XM3, that's right, yeah. There is, uh, there is a laser model called the XM4, yeah. um, which is is probably about £100 more expensive um, and is, is very good and is a slight improvement on the uh, MX, uh, XM3s, but... Um, if you see the XM3s and you don't want to pay the extra money, the XM3s are pretty much as good. So um, there you go, and that's what I bought. Now, what's interesting about these is that you open the box up, and they come with a hard case, a very compact hard case, which they fold up nicely into. Everything is labelled, so it's very clear how to fold them in there. You get an uh, airplane adapter, you know, one of those little double things for those weird sockets they have in an airplane. Um, which is a, nice. A, 
Yeah, a three and a half millimeter cable, so you can use them wired as well as wireless. Um, you also get a charging cable in there as well. Uh, 20 hour battery life. These have, having had Sony ones in the past, including the the Quiet Comfort um, 35s, these have the best noise cancelling I've ever heard on our over ear headphone. It's quite astonishing how good it is. You don't get that pressure in your ear that the Bose ones sometimes do. You can, they call it ear suck. It feels like something's sucking out of your ears because it's so quiet. Um, you don't get that. But um, unlike the Bose, the Bose have, very, have always been very good at, at blocking out the background noise, the engines or the noise of the train or something like that, but not so great. They dull conversation, but they don't really eliminate it. Um, and also, you know, somebody's banging something around or clicking on a keyboard or perhaps moving China or something like that. You can kind of hear that in the background. With the Sonys, it's very good at getting rid of all of that as well. So um, you put them on and you really are kind of like in a, a very isolated zone and everything is pushed so far to the background that you can barely hear it. It's quite astonishing, really, how good it is. Um, sound quality is good. They're very flat out of the box. So if you're used to hearing something that's been tuned in any way, they sound a little bit flat, but as soon as you get the app and um, configure them up with... Uh, there's all various different options for... Um, kind of equalization that sort of thing so you can very quickly adjust them to hear hear the sound the way you like and uh, they sound pretty sound very good you so know. what's what's cool is um I, you know i looked at the photo and stuff yeah and i thought man they look a lot like the sony's that i have yeah and i've got the mdr 100 abn yeah and the only difference sound cancellation yeah um which you know, I've got sound canceling headphones, but the only time I ever use them is when I'm mowing the lawn because I don't travel anymore. Yeah. So I don't, I, there is zero need for me to have zero or uh, noise cancellation except if I'm mowing the lawn because that's the sound that you want to yeah. drown out that, you know. So I mm-hmm. put the headphones on and uh, it's sound is a weird thing though, especially with the noise cancellation. Um, it seems, and I know it's, uh, I know it's a trick, but it seems easier to mow the lawn when I'm wearing the headphones with the noise cancellation. It seems easier to push. It seems like it takes less time uh, simply because I'm not hearing the lawnmower, that droning yeah. sound, and I'm listening to music. And so it just seems to go a lot faster. Does it? Of course not. I know it's a mental thing, but it doesn't matter. It, it feels yeah. like it. Thus it is. When people say it's a mental thing, they they kind of say it, they they often mean it kind of in a way. Well, like you say, like it is some sort of trick, right? But the thing is, it works. I, yes, I right. mean, absolutely. You know, it's it's like our our mental processes are just as important as our physical ones, um, and it's an undeniable fact. Look, the the problem with drone background noise, we you've heard people say it before. You say it's tiring. It is. It is tiring because your brain is constantly having to work to basically ignore it so it can concentrate on other things. If you mm-hmm. take it away, it's much more relaxing, even if you are pushing a heavy motor around. The difference is these cost 139 bucks. Yeah. Which, you know, if you don't need the noise cancellation, go with these. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. The I mean, thing is they actually weigh more. Right. They're older is why. Yeah, they, they, they probably have less efficient batteries or something like that in... I've never um, even come close to, to draining the battery in them. 
Um, no, but, these 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 ones I have have a battery life of thirty hours, yeah. which is kind of ridiculous, you know. Um, and and that's for me that's the real advantage over the AirPods Pro, which go in your ears. The problem with the AirPods Pro is that um, if you were doing a long journey, you, you're only going to get three hours, three and a half hours maybe out of the AirPods Pro before you need to recharge right. them. And yes, you can just put them in the case to recharge them, but while they're in the case recharging, you're not listening to anything. So um, that, and I have, I have heard, um, I believe Marco Alman from the Accidental Tech Podcast solves that problem by having two pairs and switching between them on long flights, which is kind of crazy, but there you go. That's that's his solution. Yeah, that's, that's dumb. You know, uh, and, and cert- certainly, you know, as great as the noise cancellation on the AirPods Pro is, and it's amazing for very small in-ear headphones, it's nowhere near as good as these Sonys. Um, I mean, you literally are shutting the world out, and mm-hmm. obviously you're, you're putting something round your ears as well, so that helps. Well, that's 50% right there, at yeah. least. But um, but as I say, the um, the noise cancellation in the AirPods Pro, good as it is, it's not as good as, it's not as, good as these, is, these are. So if, if that's really important to you, but you're absolutely right. For some people, it doesn't matter. Right. Uh, so for if me, if, if I'm just sitting here listening to music, I'm discounting the ones I'm wearing right now because they're wired only and they're pro headphones. Um, if I want to be working around the house without tether to my iPhone, but I don't want everyone to listen to, you know, whatever I'm listening to, um, I would use the Sony's because I don't want noise cancellation. If I'm walking around the house with these things on it, if someone says, Hey, I want to know that they said, Hey, um, if I'm mowing the lawn, then I break out my Nakamichi, which the audio quality is not as good as the Sony's or the ones I've got on, obviously. Um, but I don't care. I'm mowing the lawn, you know, I'm just listening to some rock and roll or something, some REM while I'm mowing the lawn. I don't need, high fidelity the perfect sound ever because you know the the music is just there for entertainment while i'm doing another chore which is why i find the approach apple's taken with the airpods max interesting um but i wonder how successful it's going to be because they've combined very good audio quality with noise cancellation and i don't think they're necessarily that good a fit i don't Um, here's my issue if it's if the noise cancellation is almost as good and the audio quality is really excellent i think they've got a winning combination except it's a stool which means there's three legs yeah in, in this analogy audio quality leg one really really good audio uh sound cancellation almost as good as what else you can get but it's good enough so great number three is price and that's where it's falling on the yeah. face yeah i mean that's why you and went out is- and bought the sony Exactly, and this is this is. I mean, if you want to see, see treat this as a recommendation, this is what I would say. I would say if you're looking at buying something from Bose, have a look at these Sony's, the XM3s, because you will get you will pay a lot less. I paid a lot less of these than for anything from Bose. Probably I paid uh, two hundred nineteen pounds brand new for these. Um, well, here's the question and, though: if and Bose the cheapest Bose's will be about three fifty right. uh, and upwards, so. Well, let's uh, say and the I Bose think there is good or better more. than the Bose. Okay, but let's say the Bose are 50 bucks more and the Apple is 60 bucks more. Yeah. Do you still buy the Sony? Well, you know, then it, then you're looking at what you're getting for the for the spend. Um if the if the Apple ones as good as they are with $60 more, 60 pounds more, I'd probably buy the Apple ones. Right. So but, so it is not, price is what got you out of it. Uh, well, it's no, it's the combination of price and and quality of the functionality. 
you know, I, I well, we already said the functionality is really good on the Apple, at least according to the reviews. Yeah. So it came down to price. So it did, yeah, it definitely came down to the price. These were a third of the price. Yeah, so, I, that's you know. undeniable. Yeah, and that's Apple's biggest problem with these. You know, price. Look, John Nemo sent us a really good email, um, and it's a link to. Let me. What's it called? Um, Apple has a. Let me bring it up. I don't want the actual video to launch. So let me pause it. Yeah. Um, Apple has a problem. Oh, I want to watch this. I thought you know Apple's got a problem. I'm I'm not aware of this problem, and it's basically a review from Digital Trends on the new MacBook Pro M1 and the MacBook Air M1. Yeah. And the problem, according to the reviewer is that they are so close in everything that he doesn't see the real point on going with a MacBook Pro. And so people are going to buy <clears throat> the cheaper ones. And he thinks that's a problem. It's not. That's not a problem on any level ever because um, that means Apple's still getting business. <laughs> that is a yeah. different problem than with these headphones in that it's it, you can't even compare them because of the price point. Yeah, and not only that as well, I, th- I think when it does come to comparisons, Apple has a problem that somebody goes into the um, into the Apple store to buy a pair of these or to look at a pair of these, and they're going to look around and they're going to see, okay, I could buy nearly two iPads for what I'm paying for a pair right. of headphones. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, they're gonna, I mean, I think that is a real issue, is that the comparison of the price of the headphones compared to other headphones in the sector... Yeah. Apple feels they justify the price with the yeah, additional and, and audio quality. And that, that's a call you can make. But the problem is the, the objective value of them compared to other pairs of consumer electronics is terrible. Yeah, uh, Even the Bose are terrible, to be honest. But most people kind of put up with the Bose because um, never what have. they do, was, they do very well. Yeah, I, yeah I, a, lot, a lot of people I don't. I never right? gave them a, a pass because the price was just... Uh, you, with Bose, I was like, okay, you're, you're just... You're not really getting quality there. Uh, for the price yeah. you're just getting the Bose name now some yeah. people could say well that's the same thing with Apple and maybe in headphones but not in in the iPhone or the Mac or the iPad yeah. for that matter there are yeah. actual quantumly better products than the competitor no question yeah. about it in my mind so I'm willing to pay a premium on that not because of of the Apple logo, but because of the quality that you get with that product. That's but an quality when it comes to functionality. You're not yeah, getting that with the headphones. Yeah. But here's the thing: there used to be a time when uh, let's let's go to Apple's laptops. There used to be a time when Apple's laptops were literally double the price of the competitors. Yep. Where you know you could get a a, a reasonably good Windows laptop. I'm talking about two thousand ish something like that yeah where you could get a reasonably good windows laptop for about 1200 pounds um i'm thinking about the prices then and yet the entry level um power books at the time started way more than that started about 1800 1900 pounds yeah um now then it it was the same argument it was like where you were getting it it wasn't because there was more things involved in in a laptop purchase you can't just say, well, it's got the speed, it's got the memory, it's got the processing power, it's got the case, it's got the weight. Those are all incidental to the main reason that people would buy an Apple laptop, and that was 
reliability and security. You're not going to get a fucking virus because yeah. you, when you got a Mac and, and with it, the and PC, if, they actually did run slower because you had to r- run all that crap on it yeah. just to make sure you don't get a virus. So that's the right. user spec experience, th- there was no comparison. Yeah, and spec for spec, actually, the PowerBook was not a, a PowerBook G4. The the um, the end of life ones, the 15 yep. inch PowerBook G4 was a, objectively was a slower computer than yes. anything you got on the Windows side. We saw that because all of a sudden performance jumped 34% when they switched to Intel. Yep. So um, so we, we kind of knew that. But yes, you were paying for the name, you were paying for the reliability, you were paying a little bit for the design and all of that sort of thing. But the thing is, is that you you knew you were getting objective uh, objectively, not subjectively, a better experience. Um, the I, the problem with these is I don't think you necessarily are. You got you are getting better quality. Yeah, you are getting well, better are sound. You? I don't know. Well, uh, you are. They, these are these are made of metal. Well, um, but see, that's the thing. You know. I, everyone keeps pointing to that as a benefit. I don't think having metal headphones on your head. People, oh, they're not plasticky like you know everybody else's. There's a reason everyone else uses plasticky materials. It's light, it's very yeah. durable, and it's comfortable. Uh, well, yes, uh, there is that. I, I think y- there's an argument to be made that something made of metal may last longer, may It's headphones. You know, what less, are you, you're not but... putting it underneath your NFL helmet and hitting people at running at seven miles an hour. It sits no. on your head while you sit there and yeah. enjoying music. What are you doing with your headphones that the ones that are made out of plastic are breaking? In which case, you uh, well, should I, probably be listening to headphones anyways. Apparently, a lot of people, when they, you know, the cycle of taking them on and off and then putting oh, them in please. the case, like, again, they wear out over time no, and don't. then the hinges break. No, they don't. This not, is not unless, not unless you're freaking hard as hell, in which well, case, yeah. then you deserve to spend the extra money to get the Apple <laughs> headphones. Because you're stupid. Yeah, um, but I just want to—I just want to go back to that um, that link that that John posted. Yeah, actually, because um, I—I looked at that and and I watched the whole thing. Yeah, I the guy is is definitely right. I mean, he he is absolutely right, and I say this as somebody who has the Mac, MacBook Air, the M1 MacBook Air. Yeah, there is. If you know anything about it, I don't think unless you really love things like the Touch Bar. Yeah, I don't think there is much value in spending the extra money on the MacBook Pro. I agree. Um, because basically the MacBook Air does 90% of the MacBook Pro does uh, for, well, $300 less, probably more, if you're looking at expanded RAM or expanded storage. By the way, one thing I would ding Apple for on these new laptops is the price increments for extra memory and extra SSD are that's, crazy that's expensive. Al- that's always been Apple's thing, and I yeah, never but, but understood it. It's particularly bad this time round, yeah. presumably because they're on the chip die. But nevertheless, you know, it's 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 really you you're looking quite a big price difference. You know, like a twenty five percent price difference to go up to sixteen gig of RAM or or a larger SSD. But anyway, I digress. The 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 reason the MacBook Pro exists is because I think Apple wanted to launch computers with the M1. They were aiming at the MacBook Air. Um, the MacBook Air is a is a fantastic performer, and then they said we can't really. They decided they couldn't really launch this model without having a MacBook Pro as well. Right. Well, so because they, I think that the MacBook Air M1 was, is blowing well, away the Intel exactly. chip MacBook yeah, Pro, so, and you can't so you have a more expensive product that's slower and exactly is a worse experience. Yeah. So I th- I think they said let's let's put the same 
chip in the MacBook Pro case. We'll put a fan on there, big, bigger battery, and call it done and charge more. Now, anybody who's technically knowledgeable, like you and me, would go into the Apple Store and we would just buy the MacBook Air because we know that the MacBook Pro is not good value. The problem is many people going to the Apple Store will not know the difference between the two and i guarantee you that the guys in the apple store will say well you know the air is okay if you just want to do general computing but if you want to do a little bit more you want a little bit more performance you want the pro and they will they will upsell them to the pro um and they I will don't be see, i don't see apple upselling too much in their stores the people that i've dealt with don't they no, don't do I, yeah, I, I maybe, but I wonder if you went into they give you the benefits, but they don't. Yeah. They don't push you to get the more expensive one. I, I, I don't know. I don't think they'll push, but I think they'll definitely say that the Pro is better than the than the Air, and they won't give you the honest answer, which is yeah, the Pro is better than the Air, but only by about ten percent. You know, uh, they won't, I don't think they'll say well the Air is better value, which is what you and I both know, and the people watching who made that video both know. The yeah. difference. The difference is if you really want performance and you want to get into Apple Silicon, what you should be doing at the moment is you can, you, you can either decide the performance stays good enough for you and buy a MacBook Air, or you can wait. because or a Mac the, Mini. Or, or, or a, yeah, if you want. I'm talking about laptops. But, yeah. you know, you can, you can decide to do that. But the, the reality is, as we've said before, these, while they're the fastest Macs Apple say to sell today, they will shortly be the slowest Apple Silicon Macs Apple has ever made because yes. when they refresh the real Pro line, the yep. upper end 13 with the four ports and then the 15, yeah, the, or the 16, sorry, those will be substantially faster than what we have today. So if you really want performant Apple Silicon, you should wait. If you need to have one today, then my I would say to people, buy the MacBook Air, don't worry about the Pro, unless you love the touch bar, which nobody does. Um, and, uh, and, and that's kind of where it is. So the solar product that you got. Yeah. This is more interesting. <laughs> after we tell, spent 25 minutes me, talking about headphones. Yeah. Tell me your, um, your impressions. As someone who's never looked at it. Oh, well, you've, oh, you've, I sent you the link. Have you not read the webpage? Yeah. So what this crap here yeah, right unlock okay. the workday's full potential yeah, okay all right, all right so, this, so. Is, this is this is this is your pc's ultimate productivity yeah Think smart view is a collaborative smart it's collaborative it's a it is it's, a, it's collaborative oh right right i'll tell you i'll tell you what it is let me boil it down for you this is basically this is a dedicated microsoft teams tablet uh, and what you do is you sit it on your desk, you log it into your Teams account. It's running Android, so it's running a customized version of the Android version of Teams. Um, and then you have a dedicated Microsoft Teams device on your desk. Now, the, the reason you might want to do this is because actually when you're doing Teams all day and you're doing other things as well, Teams can be quite intrusive. And when you're actually on a call, it really wants to take up all of your screen uh, and the problem is you then can't do anything else. It's very difficult to check your email or uh, answer something else or uh, keep on top of something that might be going on in the background or perhaps refer to a different document while you're talking to somebody in Teams if you've got it on the same screen, particularly if you're on a laptop screen. So what the, the idea of this is you buy one of these, you stick it on your desk, you log it into your Teams account, and then you do all your Teams stuff through this device, which has a built-in camera, uh, a really, really good set of speakers and microphones. It's really, really quite good. Um, 
uh, and a and a kind of an eight inch screen, and you do all your team stuff on here, and that frees your computer up for for doing other things. Um, some of the reviews and and you got to say, well, I guess you didn't really read it before you bought it. The first one is silly me. I thought this was going to help me work smarter. I did not realize that it only works with Microsoft Team. Now, I thought it would work with Zoom and other video conferencing tools as well. Yeah, I don't know so, where they got that from because it's very, very clear that it's a Teams-only device. That's what I said. They they didn't, yeah. <laughs> they didn't read it. I mean, um, yeah, but see, if, you, if you're just looking at what it does, it, it's not... It really doesn't say this is the only thing it does. Yeah, it, it uses a lot of marketing speak. So when you're talking about video calls and collaboration and that sort of thing, it, you know, it. Um, it doesn't even say Microsoft Teams in the. This unleash your PC's ultimate productivity. Think Smart View is a collaborative smart device that works from an individual's workspace, tackling administrative tasks that waste a PC's resource. The device works with the PC to divide and conquer so you can simultaneously use your PC for productivity and think smart view for uh, for administrative tasks. Think of it as a personal productivity assistant for the workplace. Okay, number one, at no point does it say this is a video conferencing device. Not, not one place does it say that, which, number one, stupid. Number two, uh, uh, yeah. it doesn't say that it only works with Microsoft Teams. Never says that in there. This is this is awful. Uh, because read, the way you describe yeah. it would make if if I had a need for something like this, which I hundred percent don't, um, would make me go, oh yeah, this is exactly what I'm looking for. Yeah, this is this is great. It's you this little to- triangle thing that sits on my desk. It doesn't take a lot of space. It's got a camera on it. Um, it's got good speakers, and it works uh, exclusively with Microsoft Teams, and that's exactly yeah. what I need. Boom, sold. Yeah. I think the pro- it actually it it doesn't it's not massively clear, but it does actually. If you read down the the page, say that. But the problem is that summary at the top is is marketing gibberish. Garbage. Yeah, it is, uh, and and it obviously. It was written by somebody who didn't really. I, I think it's for some reason Lenovo doesn't want to actually say that this is a, a Teams display, which is what it is. Um, they, it seems to be they think. I, I suspect they think that that makes it sound too narrow. But well, the problem is. is you're absolutely right because that's all it does. So if you don't say that, then people well, might be buying it under it, false pretenses. Right, but <laughs> here's my issue with that. Well, they don't want to make it sound too narrow. No, that's what people want. They want yeah. a single-use device that is exactly helps them do what they're trying to do. Exactly. The advantage, you know? the advantage for me for this, and, and I haven't used it for work yet because obviously it's Christmas. But this is what I want to do to do with this. I will pair my Bluetooth uh, headset to it, and then I'll be able to handle Teams calls while I'm also doing something else on. On, I actually have to have two laptops when I'm working because I have a secure home office laptop and then I have my, um, my my work laptop that I can actually, because it's not secured down, I can actually get real work done with. Um, and the problem is, yeah, if I'm on Teams calls and I spend a lot of time on Teams calls, um, that really limits me doing anything else at the time. And that, you you could argue, well, why should you shouldn't be 
not concentrating when you're on Teams calls. But I spend a lot of time on long calls where there are people speaking about things I don't need to know about. And I'm just there to contribute when I'm asked. And so I need to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'm reading through all the stuff and it is 100% not clear that it only works with Microsoft. Yeah. Except for one very tiny three-point text. Yeah. Otherwise, you would never know. I yeah. mean, this no, this no, is just really they 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 built a really good device that their marketing team is completely failing them on. That's this is a this is actually a partnership. Microsoft Microsoft has launched this initiative called Microsoft Displays, um, where they're trying to get people to to build these. The other advantage is that you can miss a lot of calls and chats and that sort of thing on Teams if you're not paying attention to your computer. Whereas this is because it's a separate display. It's like a like an iPad or something like that, you get the notifications come up yeah. and they stay there until till you clear them. So you you kind of um, and and it's interesting going through lockdown, going through what we've gone through this year. My company we've gone from barely using to Teams to it becoming our major productivity. Yeah. What platform. would have been better because it's built on Android, as you said, is yeah. to give it the ability to run you know three or four yeah. different video conferencing yeah. software, including Skype. Because yeah, that is also a Microsoft product at this point. That's right. Not? Yeah. So yeah. But why the problem not? is the your problem is this machine has been built to a spec from Microsoft. Right. And exactly. Microsoft That's my is point. all about Teams. Yeah. Which means they probably Mi- are getting money from Microsoft to do this. Yeah. And 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 Microsoft is uh, is also basically de-emphasizing Skype. They still talk about Skype as being important for the consumer, but this is aimed as a business device. But having said that, a lot of people need to use Skype for business um, as well as Teams. Uh, And you know what? Sometimes I have to use Google Hangouts or Google Meet, and sometimes I do have to use Zoom. I've received those meetings as well. It would be far better for me if I could do all of those things on this device. But unfortunately, um, that is what If only there was a device that you could have that have a webcam and would run multiple applications. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. You're saying you could buy an Android tablet or an iPad and do this, mm. but then you're committing that multifunction device to one one thing. This is built from the ground up to do to this, and also it thing. doesn't have the it doesn't have the quality <laughs> of the speakers and the cameras. Uh, most people um, wear headphones, anyways. Yeah, no, look, don't get me wrong. This is very much a niche device. Um, I probably wouldn't have bought it if I couldn't reclaim it for my company. And I think this is the sort of thing that would be a corporate purchase mostly rather than than something that people go out and buy for themselves. This is the IT department buys this and sends it out to everybody. That's what this device is for. And in which case, I think it's great. I think it's fantastic. And it looks nice. The screen looks good. I like the design of it. The design is really cool because yeah. it has this this kind of um, triangular piece at well, the back. Well, the problem is when you look at it from front on, it looks like a tablet with a speaker on the side. Yeah, but it, it doesn't. It has this this wedge piece at the back, and that means and and it's got the feet and everything to do this. You can turn it vertically if you want to. So what I tend to do with mine is I have it vertically most of the time, and then if I'm if I'm going to do a call, I'll flip it horizontally so that I got to get the extra screen space. Yeah, it, um, it's a cool and, looking product. No yeah, I just thought I thought it'd be interesting to talk about the show, yeah. you know, and uh, I'll, I'll let you know how I get on with it over the next few weeks. Yeah. Um, I didn't get a whole lot of tech stuff for Christmas, but I did get two little things that I want to talk about. Number one, you saw this on Facebook. Yeah. Um, I had this little wooden stand, if you will, 
that I would put my iPhone chart or my Apple watch charger in and I would at the end of the day, put it on top of there and, and it worked fine, but it took a lot of space for a single use device. Now I liked it because it was made out of wood. It was nice looking. So yeah, it was, it was great. Um, what I got for Christmas, uh, obviously I bought it myself and Julie wrapped it and I unwrapped it and pretended that it was, you know, a present from somebody yeah. else. Um, was it looks like an original Macintosh. It's not much larger than the Apple Watch itself. You put and it's made out of this rubber that's really, really kind of silky. And you put mm. your uh, charger in silky. it in the back of it, and it's got little. Oh, I forgot to run the wire correctly out the back. Let me do that. There, that now it looks better. Um, actually, no, I think it was better. Now oh, I got to tuck it up. There we go. Um, and then you slide your Apple Watch into it. And the Apple Watch becomes the screen of this little Macintosh. And all it does is show the, the time uh, and the date and the charge status. So it's just an Apple Watch charger stand. That's all it is. Yeah. It is so goddamn cute. <laughs> it is the tiniest little thing. It is really, really cute. I think I got it off eBay, maybe. Um, maybe Amazon. I can't remember now. Let yeah, me. I've seen these things knocking around before. Uh, you can, I mean, Etsy and some place like that are also a good place for stuff uh, like that. Let this. me see what, let me go to purchase history on eBay because I'm pretty sure I got this off of eBay. Um, and I would be wrong because it's not there. So it had to have been, well, you know, it might have also been one of those things that I saw on um, Facebook that got me. You see it? Yeah. Like, Ooh, I want to buy that. Um, but do 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 do. And I'm not, oh, no, I did get it on Amazon. So um, it's an Elgato W3 Apple Watch stand, and it's compatible with pretty much all the Apple Watches. Um, $10.99. So cool it's stuff. cheap. And it's just, I just think it's really cute. I really like it a lot. I wish I could customize my, my sleep screen, though, on my Apple Watch. I haven't looked to see if I can actually do that. I don't think I no, can. No, you can't. See, that would be cool. If I could change it to look like a tiny little Mac, that would be perfect. So yeah, Apple that, will never let you do that. Never. <laughs> uh, the other thing I got, now this is um, about the size of, I, I mean, I'm going to put it up next to my, it's about three-fourths the size of my iPhone. Mm-hmm. Um, about the same thickness. Now, this is an iPhone 12 Pro. Um, and let me start it, and you can hear. Pro- well, come on, go there. And how do I start it? No, that's not it. Uh, that one. Right. Okay, here we go. I don't know if you can't even hear it. Can you hear it? I can hear Super Mario. Is this the um, yeah this the is, game and watch this system? This is the game and watch system. Ah, uh, you know what? I really was really tempted to buy one of those. So it was like sixty dollars. It plays three games. Has a USB uh, C uh, plug, and it's just for charging. You can't output this to a TV or anything. It plays Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers Two, and a game called Ball, which is an old Apple or. Um, Game and Watch from Nintendo from back in the 80s or 70s or whenever it was. Uh, it is small. It fits in your hand. The screen is very tiny. 
but, but let's be clear really the screen good. is uh, it's uh, when you hear game and watch you kind of think of those things with the lcd panels with yes. the and that's what yeah. it is but this we, is yeah, an actual but, lcd yeah it's a proper screen it's yeah. not it's not the the black black and white panel with the um the pre-printed art on it um it is a proper screen so when it's so is that the nes version of of super mario that's uh, playing yes yeah 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 well that's the only super that, that's i know there was I an arcade know. one but yeah i don't count that one um it costs 50 bucks and it's called game and watch because it's a watch i mean it's a clock um it's completely out of stock on a lot of places now although yes. i've seen them in stores they are only going to make a number of these and then that's it a certain number and then it, it's very uh i think you're going to see these once a year yeah um the first one obviously super mario you'll see like a donkey kong one and mario racing or something like that but it is very tiny it costs 50 bucks um and i think it's awesome it's, yeah it's uh easy to play to believe it or believe it or not it, it's not difficult at all to see the screen well as long as i have my reading glasses on I was looking on here to see if I could figure out what the size of the screen is. Uh, it weighs 4.6 ounces. It's 0.63 by 6.9 by 5.28 inches in diameter, if that helps you. Probably doesn't. Uh, one lithium-ion battery, which is included. It's chargeable. Yeah. Um, it is a yeah. fun little thing to pick up. And... Just play a, a quick game of Mario. Yeah, and it's it's kind of has that retro style. I mean, it looks like the old Game Watch systems um, in terms of the the case and the buttons and all of that. Even though it's got a modern LCD screen. Now, has anyone hacked this yet so that it yeah. plays anything else? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, okay, that's cool. It doesn't. I mean, I, it looks like a lot of people don't understand what this is for. Yeah, a lot of people are like ah, this is, it only comes with a couple games, and you can play those on retro machines. And yes, you can. That's not the point. The point is, Nintendo came out with you know uh, the Game and Watch handheld video game systems uh, back in the eighties, and they were extremely popular. And they were like you, David said, little LCD. And we say LCD in this regard, we mean the the. You know the black yeah. and white. It's it was basically it was like a calculator display yeah. over rather than the um, the segments of the numbers. It had little graphics that showed. Um, I have, in fact, I have the dual screen Donkey Kong one. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, that that had a little yeah little uh, two two little LCD screens and it had a little Mario running around and basically as you moved each little segment would light up so it looked like he was moving around mm -hmm. it was amazing with that limitation technology how uh um, but this is in nintendo of course how how um functional they made the games but they were all pretty simple games they were um you know there, there was the i remember the first one i saw was the parachute one where the um no sorry fire rescue i think where the people oh, are jumping yeah. out of the burning building and you yep. had to bounce them with a trampoline across the ambulance you know? they, they were fun. Yeah. And that's kind of the point of this. It's very nostalgic, but it's been updated. Um, it's just a cool little stocking stuffer type of gift yeah. that if you're a Nintendo person, if you remember these things, you think it's pretty cool. That's the only reason yeah. to buy it. 
Yeah, absolutely. And it's, you know, I, I suspect post-Christmas, I'm, I'm already seeing some of them here being listed at discount. I've got one here for £40 rather than 50 Yeah. Which is very tempting me at the moment. Um, and, you know, while it, um, I also quickly looked up, it is possible to put other games on there. It means taking apart and soldering something to the motherboard. So don't think you'll be doing that unless you're a particular um, technical wizard. Um, you've basically got to solder a port to the motherboard and then run a series of scripts against it to basically change all the firmware. And then you can um, put your own games on there. So most of us would rather just go out and buy a. You know, there's plenty of Chinese systems of a similar, probably a little bigger size that let you do run NES, any NES game you want. It's not worth buying one of these for that. Leave as it is and enjoy the uh, the Nintendo nostalgia. They're pretty good at, at, at capitalising on the old nostalgia, aren't they? They know what people like. Yeah. You know, they... They understand that you don't need the the latest and greatest graphics for everything. And I think that, you know, with the last couple of years coming out with um, the classic arcade systems and the success that they saw with that, um, they were smart enough to capitalize on it. Yeah. And why not come up with stuff like this if people are going to buy it like me possibly like david uh i've i've just found five in stock not far from me and i will uh i will go and pick one up discounted as well which is even better yeah i I think it's awesome i really do i think it's one of these kind of things that you don't know you want till you start playing with it and you're just like this is kind of cool yeah um last thing i got for christmas not really tech related but I don't know. You you decide. I guess it is technically. It is a tech item, technology. Um, a couple months ago, I bought uh, a, a toolkit, if you will, mm-hmm. power tools. It was time. Some of my when we were doing the kitchen, and we've talked about that in the past. Um, a couple of my power tools were showing end of life, specifically my cordless drill, and it was a Black and Decker. I've had it for twenty years. And it starts smoking on me. <laughs> That's never a good sign. No. Uh, smoking will give you cancer. Yeah. Um, it doesn't listen. So it was time to replace it. And I decided, you know, what seems to be really popular from many manufacturers now are commonality. And what I mean by that is uh, it's, it's almost like a platform. So yeah, like a system. The, yes. DeWalt has their own. Uh, Makita has their own, and Milwaukee has their own, and I wanted to know which one to get, so I put it to Facebook a few months ago, and it seemed like the people who actually use tools a lot, there was some people that I I know damn well they're just throwing something out there, uh, happened to be the one that they bought, so that's that's what they're going to recommend. But the people that I knew use tools on a regular basis that do a lot of projects all kept saying get the Milwaukee. And either get the 18-volt or the 12-volt system. And if you're not doing professional-level work, save money and get the 12. Mm -hmm. So what I ended up buying was a Milwaukee M12 system, which came with um, uh, an impact driver and then a, what do you call it, Um, 
well, uh, cordless drill, if you will. Right. Um, and it, but it also came with a reciprocating saw, which is I love those. Uh, my one of my favorite things of all time. Mm. They are they are quite dangerous in the mm-hmm. wrong hands, but the fact that you don't I, I hate sawing. I do too. And so the fact that you can have a powered, uh, effectively a powered hand saw that you can just go straight through stuff like a knife through butter is. Yeah. And I've got a big great. one of those that I could I could cut a freaking fence post in half if I wanted to with the right blade, but it's it's one you got to plug in. And I yeah. hardly ever use it, and I don't like using it because it's really heavy and bulky, and it, you can't yeah. get accurate. But this was a smaller one, so I was like, ooh. Oh, this sounds great for stealing Catholic verses off That's Priuses. Right, yeah. Um, so <laughs> it came with that and a bag, and the bag is really heavy duty. Yeah. So I got all three of those things, plus it came with two batteries and a battery charger. Now, all three batteries, or all two batteries, will work with any of the three devices that it comes with. This is really the kind of the, the whole point of these. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, that's what I got a couple months ago. I haven't used it a whole lot, but I plan on it. I always have little projects that I'm doing. But like I said, my jigsaw, um, I'm sorry, it was my, no, that started smoking too. I forgot. <laughs> yeah. I had an old jigsaw too, and it started yeah. smoking when I was trying to cut through the new kitchen countertop that we got. I just pushed it to the limit. It was too thick, even with new blades. I was like, eh. Plus, it, I think I got it about the same time I got my cordless drill. So it was time to replace both of these things. And since I already had the Milwaukee system for Christmas, I got the Milwaukee Jigsaw M12, um, which is like 100 bucks or something. I mean, it wasn't much. But I like the fact that all of these things work together. You know, it's this whole little ecosystem. And then, of course, once you buy into the ecosystem... Well, that's what you're going to continue to buy. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that I have two batteries. I've always got one battery on the battery charger. Um, every now and then I'll swap the batteries just to make sure they're all at a nice full charge. There's a couple other things that I'm still going to get. Um, as far as screw uh, screwdriver type of things, I've already got the impact and the, the I'm fine there. Uh, I kind of want to get the um, circular saw. It's like 150 bucks. Uh, I've used a circular saw quite a few times. But the last big thing that I need to get as far as tools go is I need to replace my table saw. And I've needed to for a while. It still works fine, the one I've got. It's an old Craftsman. But it's lost the, uh, it broke off the the guard on top, you know, that covers the, the blade and makes yeah. it so the wood doesn't kick back at you. Uh-huh. That broke a while ago. So I'm like, yeah. Oh, I just found that they have an M12 little cordless compact vacuum. Ooh, it's only $70, David. I might have to get that too. Sounds good. So that's kind of what I'm looking at next is the table saw. But they don't they don't make a, a table saw that goes with this kit. I guess, you know. Yeah, I was going to say table saw is not. plug that in. Yeah, table saw's not terribly portable. I mean, the the downside of all these rechargeable things, as great as they are, is that you don't get the sort of power you get from even a cheap mains. Well, actually, no. That's not true. With the 18-volt ones, they're actually more powerful than the ones you plug in. Right. But you I, didn't get the 18 one. No, I didn't. Ones. Because right. I, I just... I, I don't have projects that I need that kind of power. Yeah. I'm not yeah. taking off 20 tires off of a car. 
You know, it used to be in a lot of shops that you'd see people using air tools because yeah. that would give you a lot of power to bust nuts and stuff like that. Um, bust nuts. <laughs> um, I was going to say, if you took 20 tires off of a car, you'd certainly be busting a nut. Yes. Uh, but the 18 volt stuff does. They've got way more power. Um, right. Battery technology and hand tools have come a long, long way. And I, I just don't need that kind of power. Yeah. Well, well, let's face it, hand tools and cables, pain in the neck, really. really it can be quite literally a pain. Uh, it's never fun when you've, um, if, when you accidentally drill or cut, cut through a mains cord. No. Um, uh, and it's certainly never fun when you <laughs> the mains cord isn't long enough and you jerk it and you end up falling off a ladder or yep. um, putting it through your hand or something like that. Losing a finger or two is never fun. So uh, all of these things are uh, useful developments. Uh, and let's face it, we like buying tools. Even <laughs> I'm, I'm lousy at DIY, but... I quite happily buy tools all day long, even if I never really knew how to use them. I know. It's oh, just, it's got a special you know. screw I can't take out. Well, i got to go to the hardware store and get that <laughs> screw driver. You'll use it one time and it costs you, you know, uh, yeah. 10 bucks, but I've got that screw forever now. I can, I, that screwdriver, yeah. I can always use it. Of course, you'll never be able to find it again when you need it. No, no. Yeah. Well, that's one of the things that I've been wanting to do for years is to really, I, I'd like to get one of those roll away tool boxes that you never actually roll much. Yeah. Um, you know, that stack up and you get, you know, the wheel bearing doors, uh, yeah. drawers, I should say, and it's got pads yeah. in there. Oh, I always wanted something like that. Make, make, they make you feel professional. Yeah. Well, less that, just being able to organize all the tools that I do have. Yeah. You know, when I need a freaking Phillips screwdriver, I can't find one. I own probably 312. Phillips screwdrivers, and I can never yeah. find one when I need one. I, I had exactly the same issue last night. I was, um, well, after my dad died, he, he had a, a Power Mac G, uh, G4 that I gave him. Um, and I, it's been in the garage for ages, and I'm really tr- start trying to get rid of this stuff now. So I pulled it out of the garage, and I thought, well, what I'm going to do is just check what's on there, make sure there's nothing we need, and then I'll wipe it, clean it up. And um, I think it's got a an OWC... Uh, G, uh, P, uh, uh, processor upgrade in there as well it's got mm-hmm. a feeling the problem is turn it on and of course I haven't got his password <laughs> yeah so I then went through this uh, well, yeah but turning it on was difficult because it needed a uh, it needed the sort of power cord that desktops need yep. and I have hundreds of those in the house do you think I could find one no no not when you need it yeah I ended no. up ended up taking it off somewhere else and then I couldn't boot into to get past the parcel and needs to get into single user mode so i can you, you yep. know you can put you can with that old trick where you can um issue a command to tell the computer that it's setting up uh, os 10 again mm-hmm. and then you can create a new account that's an admin account that was what i was going to do of course could i find a keyboard that would actually work no. enough to do the um the keyboard commands to actually get single user mode no i've ended up having to buy a um uh, used Apple keyboard off eBay because yep. all the keyboards I have in here they're all Windows keyboards and they don't work I don't have an Apple desktop keyboard because I'm on a laptop now first world problems <sighs> first world Apple problems even worse yes. so with that we're going to wrap up this episode of Tech Fan again we'd love to get you guys on the show or at the very least uh, hear from you send us feedback the show at techfanpodcast.com go to techfanpodcast.com or mymac.com 
and leave show notes or leave notes in the show notes. Leave a message in the show notes. I'll get there eventually. Uh, we are on both Twitter and Facebook. Find us there and uh, send us messages. We will read them. We will see them. We'll absorb them and then we'll ignore them. So with that, <laughs> I'll see you next week with uh, the Geeks Pub where we're going to talk about The Mandalorian and One Woman 84. And I'll see you then, David. Yes. Uh, just warning, guys, it's a very grumpy Geeks Pub. Tim's yep. had a very grumpy Christmas. Yes. <laughs> see ya. Bye.